So I was at church service over the weekend, and while I'm sitting in the chairs looking at the speaker, he starts beginning to pray for people in the crowd. And he's calling out these different things that he's praying for, praying for people's finances, praying for people's health, all these different aspects. And it was all fine and dandy. And then he began to speak and pray for people who were single, that they would find relationships, that they would find healthy marriages, that the church would be a place of healthy marriages. And when he started to pray for singleness, I began to feel my body tense up. And it's almost like I felt out of place, like have you ever gone into, uh, walked into an area or an event that you knew you weren't supposed to be there? That's what it began to feel like, that I wasn't supposed to be there. Like, it was so awkward, and I couldn't really figure it out. So the next night, or I think it was that same night, I was in bed, and I was laying down talking to the Holy Spirit, and I asked him why that happened. Now, he was able to reveal some things to me that really opened my eyes and brought clarity, peace, and alignment with him. Before we get into that, welcome back to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard. Let's get started. Welcome to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. My name is Shane Gerhard, and I have been developing my gift of hearing Holy Spirit's voice for almost seven years now. Over those years, I've had some amazing success, but I've also made a lot of mistakes and had a lot of failures. But each time I fail, I turn to Holy Spirit and see what He has to say. This podcast gives you a look into my life as I walk out my successes and my failures with my relationship with Holy Spirit. Let's get started. Before I begin to tell you what Holy Spirit shared with me in regards to feeling that awkwardness, I want to share a story with you of how spending time with Him and building relationship with Him was able to bring things to the surface that allowed me to heal without realizing why I was getting healed. Now, I had mentioned in the previous episode about bringing your failures, your falling shorts, your sin, anything like this to God. It's a lot different than coming to him and he deals with you in the sense of like the shame where you have your head down. It's like uh, when a when a dog misbehaves and he comes at you with his ears flapped down, just sad, and then the trainers above him just kind of yelling at him so mad and angry. It's nothing like that at all. What it's like to come to God, especially with your issues, your failures, your mistakes, it's like coming to him like a child and you're, the child is playing with a toy and it ends up breaking and the child starts crying or he brings it to his parent and the parent just takes it like, oh no, you broke it. That's okay. Let's fix this. And he, the parent takes the time starts working on it, maybe puts a piece back together. There's multiple times where my nephews were playing with a toy and a piece of the toy fell off. And I just came in like, oh, let's just fix this. Let's put this back together here. You're all good. Continue playing. And the child's just happy like, oh, great. This is awesome. It's fixed. And that's what it's like bringing your issues to God. It's not a place where you're coming to him in shame. It's coming and saying like, hey, I messed up. This isn't working right. This is broken. He's like, oh, well, let's fix this together. Let's put it back together so you can continue moving on. And so back in 2015, I was dating this girl who I had definitely fallen for. And uh, it was interesting because I can, looking back, I can find a lot of issues because I was still pretty young. I believe I was 21 years old. I was still kind of figuring things out. I was on this burning pursuit of finding a wife. And she felt that. And she's like, you owe slow your roll there, pal. 
back up and just build a relationship first. And we're dating for quite some time, last about six months before it ended up ending. And looking back on it, I can see how the relationship had its issues. It had its falling short. But in the midst of it, you don't see it. In the midst of it, it's difficult to see where you're falling short in a relationship until you're out of that kind of love bubble of like, oh, everything's looking good going through. But even though I was experiencing that, she wasn't. And when the relationship ended, there wasn't much reasoning behind it in the beginning because I think all of us, when something doesn't feel right, it takes us time to process why it doesn't feel right and to verbalize the issues that we're having. And so I met with her about six months later to kind of figure out like, hey, I need closure. Like what's going on? I think it had been like, yeah, five or six months trying to figure out what happened so I can change. Within that five months, we didn't even talk to each other. We had no communication. Once it ended, it ended. We didn't really see any each other at all. And I began pursuing Holy Spirit in those times. I remember Bill Johnson saying that our time of pain is valuable because it allows us the opportunity to worship God in a way we won't be able to worship him in heaven, meaning we won't have that pain, that sorrow in heaven. So if we pursue him while in pain, it allows us to worship him in a way we won't be able to in eternity. So I'm pushing towards him because it's all I have for me. It's all I know is true. It's the closest thing I have to feeling better is the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And so there was an evening where I am just feeling incredible pain and I'm in my room just moving through and I'm crying and I'm hurting and the Holy Spirit began to show up. It was almost like a light filled my room, but just like you have a shadow, like if a light is shining on a person and the shadow of the person shows up on the wall, it was like that, except the shadow was light. And it took the form of a person and it came into my room and I just felt it come around me and grab me. And I had felt this ridiculous amount of comfort, all the pain, all the anxiety, all the issues going on in my mind, freaking out, almost came to a complete calm knowing he was there with me, knowing I was in his presence, knowing I had a friend because Holy Spirit becomes what He shows himself in ways that you need him in that moment. If you need him as a teacher, he'll show himself as a teacher. If you need him as a friend, he'll show up as a friend. If you need him as God, he'll show up as God. He is all those things, but he reveals them one at a time. And so I'm experiencing this comfort. And at the time... I wasn't a person who expressed comfort. I wasn't a person that was able to go to someone while they're hurting or crying or in pain. I I kind of shied away with it. I remember being in my friend's house and they would start crying and I just freeze up. I didn't know what to do. I, I had no clue what to do. It wasn't something I had any experience with. And so as I'm experiencing this comfort, I'm calming down. I'm feeling love. The pain is is passing. So the next day, 
I go to, I was in ministry school at the time and we're going through worship and this woman just starts crying, like just crying. I, I don't know why. I don't know the issues that were actually happening with her, but I heard Holy Spirit speak up to me and said, Hey, go over to her and help her. Like, just do what I did with you yesterday. He didn't say anything to me. He was just there. And so I walk over there and I place my hand on her back. I'm sitting down with her. And I just start imagining what had happened to me the night prior. And I just start feeling that comfort fill up within me, like rising from my belly to my chest. And I just sat there and I could feel the comfort coming from me to her. It was the first time I had ever experienced something like that. Ever. I'm sure there's times where we've been angry and our anger came out and the other person felt the anger. Well, this is a time where the comfort, I could feel the comfort and I could feel it going to her. And that was the first time I had ever comforted someone. I had been in a relationship for six months and I had no idea how to comfort someone. No clue. Which is a big deal in a relationship. You need to be able to comfort the other person. And so I was able to learn how to comfort through an experience with Holy Spirit. And it was through a foundation of building relationship with him over time that allowed him to enter in my room and to receive that comfort. Well, six months later, I'm, or five months later, I'm meeting with the girl I had dated and she's sharing these issues that she was experiencing. One of them was being comforted, the lack of, the lack of emotional re, uh, relationship, uh, intimacy, all those different areas that came back to me being kind of a hard person, uh, an aggressive person. Um, just in personality wise, I, I could be a little bit extreme in areas, but I wasn't very caring in certain areas as well. And so she's sharing all this with me and I start crying because every issue she began to share with me that she had experienced, the Holy Spirit had worked with me through those issues. One of them being comforting. And that's just one example of how he was working with me in that area. Now, I had no idea that the issue I had with her was a lack of comfort. I knew in the big picture that I didn't know how to respond to those, but I didn't know that had an effect on the relationship. And so Holy Spirit took me through these five months and developed me and healed me so that I can relay comfort. I can relay intimacy. I can be caring person. And as she's laying this, I'm, I'm freaking out because I'm like, those are all things Holy Spirit worked on me with. And there was a part of me that wanted to be back in the relationship with her. But as I began to share what Holy Spirit worked on me, it almost sounded like, I remember looking back, it sounded like I was saying whatever I could to get back in the relationship because I was hitting all the pain points that she had experienced and communicated with me. Looking back, I mean, it definitely, I probably should have shared first <laughs> what Holy Spirit would have been working with me. Yeah, well, you live, you live, you learn. And it was amazing that I was able to develop and heal what I wasn't even aware of that needed to be healed through the Holy Spirit. And so with that being said, the time that you spend with Holy Spirit, those 10 minutes a day that you give him, that you relay comfort, you're 
practicing being in his presence. You're practicing hearing his voice. It opens the doors to new ways for him to communicate with you, especially you if you have the intention and desire to seek him throughout the day. Your success in interacting with him is dependent on your willingness and intention to search after him. So when you go after this, new opportunities, new doors begin to open up that you have yet to experience and issues will rise up in your heart of shortcomings, failures, mistakes, uh, things that need to be healed, things that you're kind of maybe bottling down. There was a time for, I think, three weeks it lasted. I was just crying. I had no idea why I was crying. It would just rise up from my belly and out and I begin to cry. And it lasted three weeks. I had absolutely no clue what was happening because I wasn't a crier. I was a very um, tough person. I played contact sports my whole life. I did not. I was taught not to show emotion. I was taught that you were weak if you cried. So I always bottled my emotions up. And these three weeks, I would just be in the presence of God and start crying and crying and crying. And I wasn't sad. I wasn't depressed. I wasn't having any issues. Uh, I was just crying. And I had no clue why. And I went up to someone who was uh, the lead intercessor for our church. I'm like, what is happening? And she's like, well, knowing you, you have been bottling things down. And your time with the Holy Spirit is bringing it to the surface. Things that you needed to cry about are coming back up. They're being dealt with. Your baggage is being dropped off. And so these things begin to stir up within you to allow you to heal, to allow you to prosper, to allow you to move on. There is healing in the name of Jesus. There is healing in your time with Holy Spirit. You don't have to have a reasoning of why you're going to him other than just being with him. Allow him to convict the world of sin. Allow him to bring things to the surface so you can deal with them. I know multiple churches have sozos. Uh, it's the Greek word for healing, deliverance, and salvation. And the whole purpose is allowing Holy Spirit to bring up issues that you can deal with. Well, Holy Spirit can do that with you at any time if you just allow and seek him and get into his presence. So going back to being at the church and the speaker's up there and he starts praying for the people who are single and I'm feeling uncomfortable. And this isn't the first time I felt uncomfortable. This happened years ago where another speaker was getting up and praying for people who are single. And I don't know why, but I didn't stand with the people who were single. I was single at the time, but I didn't want to stand up. I felt so awkward and uncomfortable. Like I was in a place that I wasn't supposed to be in. And I'm like, no, I don't receive this. This is wrong. I, I couldn't explain it, but I just felt so tense. And so this is the second time this had happened where I'm just feeling awkward. And so I'm laying in bed. And again, I want to restate this. When you're practicing hearing God's voice, the one of the best times you can do it is when you're going to bed, when you're tired, because your brain doesn't get in your way of hearing his voice. You don't stop him from speaking. It's a really key time to hear his voice. And so I am laying there talking to him. I'm like, why do I feel so awkward when I do this? And here's what he said. I said, Shane, it's because you are embarrassed to be single. 
I'm like, oh, okay. Um, that kind of hurts. I never thought I was embarrassed. I never had that conscious thought going through. Um, okay, I can process through that. But he continued. He said, you're basing your value as a person on whether or not another person has chosen to be in a relationship with you. You're seeing yourself that without a person who's currently choosing to be in a relationship with you, that you are less valuable than other people. And so you're concerned with how others are viewing you. And you think if you were stand and show that you're single, people will see you as less valuable. Whew. Whoa. <laughs> Wow, that hurt Ugh, in the right, in the best way possible. In the best way possible, that hurt. Because I knew it was true. I knew it was true. And that's why it hurt so much, but it was the good hurt. It's like when you're going into the gym and you're lifting weights and you're hurting the next day, but you know you're hurting for a good reason. You know you're going to feel great afterwards. You go to a massage and you get like a deep tissue massage. You're sore. You're hurting. But the next few days, you're going to feel great. You're going to feel so good. And that's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling this like, ah, you got me. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. I understand. Like, I, I messed up. It's like, Shane, you are placing your value in what the world says and sees about you. You're placing your value in what other people see and say about you. Like, wow, that doesn't sound like uh, what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> so what do I do, Holy Spirit? What do I, how do I fix this situation? What do I, how do I change? It's like, it's very simple. All you have to do is place your value in what the Word of God says about you. Place your value in the way I say, see, and say about you. Now, the Word of God and the Holy Spirit, they speak truth, goodness, love. The identity we have that the Word of God says we have, just being a son of God is incredibly valuable. The lowest we'll ever be able to go in our identity is being a beloved son of God. In placing my value in what the Word of God says about me, rather than what the world says about me. The world does not determine my value, but the Word of God does. Jesus does. The name of Jesus determines my value. Whoa. That was something I had to process and, and sleep on. There wasn't much I could really go in after that. I was like, okay, um, I guess we'll just have to continue on. Like that, that was just something that simmered. I felt like a crock pot that was just cooking it, incubating it through the night. And I woke up feeling this actual lightness about me. It's like I was carrying that. It was like I was carrying the pressure of what others thought about me. It was like I was carrying the pressure of what the world says about me, how the world views me, how people view me. And I just dropped it. I let it go. 
I didn't feel that till I woke up in the next morning. I got in that bed. I'm kind of just walking around, talking to Holy Spirit, saying hello, and which is a good thing, by the way, just starting your day by saying, hey, Holy Spirit, good morning. <laughs> so I'm feeling good. I'm feeling light. I'm feeling healthy. Now, this isn't something I knew, but it was something I was able to process. So those are two examples, two examples. One is an example of coming to Holy Spirit and him just processing things with me, developing and healing me without me asking him or knowing what I need to be healed. The second one is something I knew like, hey, I'm having an issue here. Can you help me? Both are two sides of the same coin. They're both beautiful and they're both needed, but they only come through being in relationship with Holy Spirit. You must set time aside to meet with him daily to pursue relationship with him. It is the most important and vital relationship you will ever have in your entire life. You want to develop a relationship in a way? Buy relational books, love books for marriages, and apply it to Holy Spirit. Pursue relationship with him because it is the greatest relationship you will ever have on your time on earth. Ever. And with that being said, thank you so much for joining on Day by Day with Holy Spirit. This was episode 30. We made it to episode 30. So excited to have come this far. New episodes are coming out every Tuesday and Friday. So make sure to tune in. I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. If you're enjoying what you're listening to, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you want more content, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at DBD with Holy Spirit. See you there.